There are millions of little creatures called bacteria crawling all over your skin right now. At this very moment, there are colonies of bacteria living all over your body. You are simply a brain wearing bone armor and a meat suit powered by electricity and magic. What if the earth is really farming us, giving us oxygen until we eventually expire and turn into mulch which it can consume? Every mirror that you buy is a used mirror. Tobacco companies kill their best customers and condom companies kill their future customers. Somewhere in the world, there is somebody with your dream job that hates going to work every day. Do not touch would probably be really unsettling thing to read in Braille. People who are good looking but have terrible personalities are basically real life clickbait. When people think about traveling to the past, they worry about accidentally changing the present. But no one in the present really thinks they can radically change the future. When you drink alcohol, you are just borrowing happiness from tomorrow. There should be a millennials edition of Monopoly where you just walk around the board paying rent, never able to buy anything. Gyms should offer memberships where your fee goes down based on how often you go. My dog understands several human words. I don't understand any dog sounds. 
He may be smarter than me. Nothing is on fire. Fire is on things. I mostly use my driver's license to buy stuff that impairs my ability to drive. Is the audio cutting out on this video? Is it cutting in and out? Like, was there a whole if missing If Google line? matched up people by their browsing history, it could be the greatest online dating website of all time. Someone who says, I'll be there in six minutes will normally arrive before someone who says I'll be there in five minutes. Every time a character dies on a TV show, I just feel bad for the actor who pretty much got fired right in front of us. Earth is like a guy who knows exactly where to stand next to a bonfire. If cats had wings, they'd still just lay there. The fact that I can't recognize my co-workers outside of uniform 85% of the time tells me that Superman knows exactly what he's doing. Your dog doesn't know that you can make mistakes, so when you trip over him in the dark, he thinks you just got up to kick him in the head. I'm really glad dogs can't read the note signs so they don't feel sad and left out. To an introvert, a ton of people is literally 12 to 15 people. If you think about it, an unlimited minute 
per month phone plan really only gives you 140 minutes. You see, I'm so torn right now because I don't know if the audio is messing up for everybody and not just me. Because for me, it sounds like shit. But this is the morning yank. Welcome back to the morning yank. I thought we would start with deep thoughts to kick us off. Whoops. I didn't mean to do that. Let's get rid of that. I thought I would start with deep thoughts to kick us off because I found out at 730 that I was doing it alone today. You know, um, apparently that's enough notice to give me for a two person show. Uh, uh, 90 minutes notice that you are on your own. So I put together a show since then, but I ran into technical difficulties, mostly because I'm a procrastinator. Frazier sent me detailed instructions on how to fix this beast of a computer and how to get it working good again. And I haven't done it. I haven't done it. I've been procrastinating so bad lately. I've been really awful about it. Just putting things off that need to be done. Like yesterday, I should have prepared everything for today's yank. But I didn't. And one of the main reasons why I didn't is, is because of something I thought, a belief that I held of something that I thought was true that isn't. And that is that I thought I had a co-host for this show. You know, I uh, was under that belief. But I'm on my own. And 90 minutes is not enough time to find that out. So after 45 minutes of procrastinating, which I've been doing a whole lot more than I should have lately, you only got 45 minutes to get a show ready. That ain't enough time. And you got to get a meme bumper made. And for some reason, my computer is running slow. Probably the reason I told you about what Frazier sent me steps to fix. It was glitching probably the whole time, Joan. There were times during that Deep Thoughts video that on my end, there was no audio for a good 30 seconds. And I'm like, is this happening for everybody? And I didn't know. I couldn't know because I was on my own. I was flying solo. And I think that's how it's going to be now. Whoops. Which sucks. I really liked The Morning Yank being a two-person show. I enjoyed that. I got really used to it. It was nice. It was nice to start the week off with a different perspective. Because, you know, during the week, doing this show solo by myself, you tend to get stuck in your head, man. Things get hard. And, like, and things are really hard right now. So to speak on it, to try to do that with any integrity and to do something of value that is of, of use to people and something good gets harder and harder and gets really confusing. Because you don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of, you know, or find out. If you're correct in what you're feeling. So it was nice. It was nice to get this little centering every Monday. But you know. A lot has gone wrong this year. 
For the longest time, I deeply believed that 23 was my lucky number. I still do. Which I've, get, I've been given unlimited amount of proofs that 23 is not a lucky number. But I still believe it's my lucky number. I still feel like it's my lucky number. It's still my favorite number. And But this year has been really bad. As far as change goes, you know, I don't like change. I do not like it, but maybe we're evolving, you know, that's a good way to look at it. Maybe we're becoming something better. Something's happening this whole year. Something's been happening. Maybe 23 is a year of evolution. Maybe. When we enter 24, things will start to show some results. Maybe the real work is being done right now. Maybe that's the way to look at it. Maybe this is an important year. You know, this has been a year for massive growth. Well, Tracy, you're right, man. Oh, I hope I didn't offend you. <laughs> I should give that some context. There was a story. I was going through the news and there was a story about Jimmy Kimmel. Who hosts the Tonight Show for some fucking odd reason. I don't understand how he got that gig. But anyways, he hosts the Tonight Show and he had on a trans actor. A, a man pretending to be a woman. And he called this woman Bud. He said Bud, right? Which I feel is genderless. I feel that expression is genderless. But people were offended. Um, are looking to cancel Jimmy Kimmel right now because he misgendered. You don't call a woman bud. Which I'm calling bullshit on. I think you do. I think dude, bud, all that stuff is, is, is genderless. I think they're expressions. But anyways, people are trying to get offended. Everybody wants to be offended now. I saw this video. It was, um, these fucking upset me, by the way. When people take a viral video and then put themselves next to it to react to it, I guess, to just sit there while the video plays and then give their commentary at the end. It's a really weird form of video content that I'm seeing put out now where people feel like creators and it's super weird and I fucking hate it. Like, just let the video exist on its own. But anyways, this video is of this guy. He's a guy. He's pretending to be a woman. But he's a guy. And he goes around to restaurants and he gets offended when people call him sir. That's his whole fucking thing. He just likes to be offended when people recognize he's a man. He's pretending to be a woman. But he gets offended when people recognize that he's actually a man. And people make excuses for this guy. They they put these little videos out where they're reacting to the original video, which I think is just really weird. But they're very popular. People love them. I see them all the time. They drive me insane. But welcome back, guys. Welcome back. This is the Morning Yank. This is our morning show. Every Monday morning at 10 a.m., we gather and try to center ourselves. Get ready to take on the week. 
this is something that I would rather do, honestly. I would rather this be what we do, that we do this show five days a week, like a morning show. You know, that would be the best way for this to go. But for some reason, I have to work a regular job and we have all these fucking rules. So we only get to do this once a week. But it's really cool. We hang out and we talk about important issues. And and just get centered. Get ready for the week. And this is going to be a weird week on the Sean Yankee Show. Maybe. I don't fucking know. Will somebody tag Tony Smith? Somebody on Facebook. We have three live platforms. Rumble, Facebook, and X. Will somebody on Facebook please tag Tony Smith? I need Tony Smith in here. Will somebody tell me if we're actually having a debate on Friday? Maybe on Friday we're having a debate on the Sean Yankee show. I hope so. I want to. I agreed to it. I agreed to host it. But one half of the debate has not let me know what's going on. Tony, as far as I know, is participating in the in the debate. But I don't know how to say this guy's name even. Shit. I'm trying to find. There it is. Otios Feniant. Are you participating? Are you coming? Will you be here Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern to debate Tony Smith? That's what everybody wants to know, and I want to know. And if you would let me know it, I would start making artwork, and I would start promoting it so that people would actually be here to see it. So, Otios Finiant, which is obviously a play on words. Let me look up exactly what that does mean. I'm... I got to I got to find his name again. Here, wait, there it is. And I copy this. I was doing some research on Otios Finiant and I found out that this is actually a play on words. This is probably not his real name. Um it basically stands for serving no useful purpose. As far as a phrase goes. So, otios means serving no useful purpose, having no excuse for being. And then, faniot means disinclined to work or exertion. So, yeah, both of them have to do with being useless. Anyways, he sounds interesting, and I hope he'll be here. And if he is, on Friday night, Tony Smith and Odios Faniant will be having a debate and it sounds really interesting. It sounds like it'll be pretty cool. I like Tony, and I like the topic. You know, I hope it happens. But I don't know yet. What the hell is it, Tony Smith? Lisa, are you serious? Tony Smith is a watcher of God. He was sent here to spread the word of God and help expose truth. That's who Tony Smith is. And maybe you will see him debate on Friday night. He's been on the show before. Tony is a streamer who specifically does Bible topics. He talks about the Bible. He's very into God and the word of God. And he is upset with Odios. He's not happy with him because he feels like he is spreading false doctrine. 
and they're going to debate on the show on Friday, maybe. So tag Odios, maybe. He'll respond. I don't know. That's who I need to answer from. When I get an answer, I will begin making artwork, and I will begin promoting it, and we will begin talking about it. Because it's going to be a thing. I hope it will. He looks interesting. I watched a couple of Odios' live streams. He's a very interesting guy. I hope it happens. I just need an answer from him. So if you see Tony, or you see Odios, maybe he can let me know if that's even how you pronounce it. I don't know. I'm just pronouncing it off what I see, which I'm terrible at. So it's probably wrong, but it's clever for sure. Hopefully we'll meet him Friday night. You know, if not, then that's cool. We'll do something on Friday night, I'm sure. But tonight on the Sean Yankee Show, we are going to be talking about the news. But don't let that turn you off. Don't let that be a reason that you don't come because the news fucking sucks. And I know that we talk about the news in an honest way where we actually get to the truth of what's really going on. We dig through the propaganda and expose the real narrative or do our best. We make our best attempt and that's what we'll be doing. But on Monday night, something special happens. We do two topics. And the second topic is really the most important topic. It's the real topic. After we do the news, and we go through all the propaganda and try to figure out what's really going on in the world, we talk about what really matters and what's really important, which is Monday motivation. You know, sometimes I think the show should start with Monday motivation, and then we do the propaganda in the second half, because... That's the most important part. You know, it's really the most important part of the show. When we talk about what's real. When we talk about what's really going on in the world. And what really matters. But that's what we'll be doing tonight. So come for that. That's the best theme, honestly, is two themes. Because you get news, you get the propaganda. You're going to find out all the stuff you need to fucking know about and understand for what's being thrown at you in the weaponized media this week. And then after the news, you're going to get Monday motivation, which is the best news that you can actually change and affect this world right now in real time. And you don't have to put up with the bullshit don't have to put up with the lies. You don't have to put up with the deception. You can unplug from all of it. And you can have the life you want right now. And that's what we'll get into in the second half of tonight's show on the Sean Yankee Show. And that's why you should come back at 8 p.m. Eastern for that. But this is the Morning Yank. And this, in this year, this particular year, 2023, has changed as a show. Now... I hope it can enter its final form. In my mind, the Morning Yanks final form is being co-hosted by Babels. Me and Babels. 
hanging out on Monday morning talking about the important issues. That's what I would really like. I would really like for Babels to be the co-host of the Morning Yank. That would be fantastic. I was trying out a co-host, and I think that came to an end today. And the reason why is because it just isn't very important to him. Because this would be twice now that he's canceled on me the morning of, right? That's the thing I think that stings me more than the canceling twice within a month span is that he does it the morning of. So he'll let me know like an hour or 90 minutes before the show that he's not going to be there. That is not enough time. This is a two-person show. It's set up to be a two-person show. I, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I frame it to be a two-person show, and I set it up that way as a conversation, which you know changes the dynamics of the whole thing. It changes all the prep work for it, too. Anyways, 90 minutes is not enough time to let me know you're not going to fucking be there. So this is twice now in the span of I don't know how long, maybe three or four weeks, that this has happened. So I feel that it's not working out. But I want it to be a two-person thing. You know, it started just me. The first two, maybe three morning yanks were just me. And then Paul came in. Paul hosted with me for a good two years. And then I offended Paul. And he stopped any association with me at all, not just the shows, but stop being my friend. Cut off all communication with me. Does not talk to me, speak to me at all anymore. It was just the end of it. I'm sorry for what I did. You know, I'm sorry for my part of it. I'm sorry for overreacting. What happened was I set up a YouTube channel for Conspiracy and Theories and Chill. Uh, Paul has started doing that with me. It's Wednesday night. Steams, it's Wednesday night show. He had started co-hosting with me, and I made us a YouTube channel because he wanted it. And we have a group chat, a messenger chat, and I, uh, I offended him. I said that, you know, maybe when Paul wants to do Kitty content again, we'll do another YouTube channel. But until then, I'm done with YouTube. I don't want to do any more YouTube because YouTube took down another video. We're, we're on two strikes on that channel, and it was less than a month old. And I was like, fuck YouTube. It's really what I meant was fuck YouTube. I, I didn't mean fuck Paul. I meant fuck YouTube. But I offended him. He took an offense to what I said, and he decided he was done with me completely. He blocked me on all social media. We have not discussed this. I'm still upset about it. It happened like three months ago, two months ago maybe. I don't know, something like that. Blew me the fuck away. I didn't mean anything by it. I didn't mean what he took by it. And, you know, the whole thing fucking sucks. But this stopped being a two-person show at that point. And then I did it on my own for three or four weeks. And then Drew offered to co-host. I brought him in. But I don't pay anything. Here's the thing. Here's the main problem with the co-hosting thing. I don't pay anything. I don't offer a benefits package or any kind of financial compensation. But I want you to show up on Mondays at 9 a.m. 
That's it. Mondays at 9 a.m. we do this show. So it's important that you show up for that. That's the only thing. And that's where me and Drew kind of fucking took a misstep. We didn't understand that. I thought I explained it pretty well, but we didn't understand it. But I think Babel's. And I, I don't know how she would do it because you know where she is right now? She's at work. He's at, she's at work right now. So how would she co-host the morning ink with me? She works on Monday mornings. But it would be perfect. <clears throat> that would be ideal. That That is my fantasy. Co-host would be Babel's. It really would be. So, you know... Unless we can get Lolly, Lolly Whitehill would be amazing to co-host the Morning Yank. If we could get Lolly Whitehill, I mean, that would be the best. But Babels, Babels would be awesome. Babels, if you're listening, if you get a chance to listen to the Morning Yank today, can we work this out somehow? Maybe you can wear just headphones and a, and a wireless mic and do it while you're at work. Just comment when you hear something you want to comment on. That's all. Just chime in whenever you want. It would be amazing. But hello, Gabe. Looks like Gabe is here. Gabe is our Facebook ambassador, which is very important. Facebook is an important platform. It, it really is. But it's not our most important platform. Our most important platform is Rumble. By far. Rumble is the most important platform. Not only does Rumble get more views by a lot. Like right now, there's 23 people here on Rumble. So it gets a lot more views, but it just gets a lot more exposure. And it's important because Facebook cuts us at least once a week. At least once a week, Facebook takes the feed down for whatever reason. They're censoring the shit out of us anymore. So Rumble's important because of free speech. You know, Rumble and X are under attack right now. Both platforms. Because... They are uh, offering free speech and no censorship for the most part. You know, I really don't believe in X. I throw them in because right now they are. But I don't believe it'll stay that way <clears throat> for a couple reasons. One, Elon Musk may be an antichrist. He might be. My former partner believed that he was. I'm not sure if he actually is. He's suspicious for sure. But he hired a World Economic Foreman chair to be the CEO. Not foreman, forum. But anyways, you get the point. He's a globalist. He's a front man, Elon. You know what makes me really not trust Elon is the fucking SpaceX thing. But, and this is, we're going 90 degrees here, but why the fuck does SpaceX always hit the firmament? You ever wonder that? NASA don't. NASA never does. But SpaceX almost fucking always does. Always hits the firmament and puts on the little light show. What the fuck is that? You know how they privatize and corporatize shit that they cannot do. And he is the face of the transhumanism in space. So what the fuck? Why do they keep hitting the firmament at SpaceX? That's very suspicious. 
They do it all the fucking time. And in that last little launch they did, they put on a light show that is out of this world. You can't fuck with the firmament, by the way. You can't get out. We are enclosed by a dome firmament. SpaceX keeps hitting it. NASA never did. Ever, ever, ever. In the history of NASA, they have never hit the firmament. They have never done what SpaceX does and put on the fucking light show that SpaceX puts on. So what is up with that? I want to know what you think. Please let me know. I, I rem- I'm being serious about this. I really want to hear from you. I really do. I really want to know. You know, to me, that is the most important thing about these shows is that we discuss things. Do you understand? Maybe that's why it has broken my fucking heart the way it has that Facebook's comment section has died. Because I need this to be about a purpose. I need this show to be for a reason. I need us to be doing something valuable. Because I'm disgusted by the world I see. So I need us to be fighting that by what we're doing. So when our discussion ends, I'm like, are we? Are we fucking doing that? By Friday, I'm so confused. I don't know. But that's Facebook. That's censorship. That's them suppressing and shutting things down. They're making it harder. They shut us down about once a week. So they're fucking with you for sure. I know they are. Jones says Elon publicly said it's not possible to get through the firmament. Maybe he's doing that so it'll be known for everyone. Lisa thinks so too. She thinks Elon is showing people the firmament. Maybe that is real. Maybe that is what's true. Maybe he is showing people. No, I don't believe that. I believe it has to do with the truth and plain sight thing. I believe that's what it is. I believe it's that they have to show you what they're doing. They have to tell you the truth about what's really happening. And and, and, and let you know. That's what gives it power. When they expose it, when they show you what's really going on, that's what makes it work. That's what makes the magic work in their sorcery. That's what I think. I'm a little bit behind this morning, so I'm still going through news. I've been doing that in the background while we've been talking. I've been trying to find news to talk about with you guys. It's kind of hard. 
it's tough right now. Monday's hard. Monday's the hardest night, probably by far, followed closely by Wednesday. Wednesday's a lot of work, but Monday's hard. Monday's really hard only because I want to do it with some kind of integrity. You know, I want to do news with integrity. I want to talk about what's really going on. I want to be authentic and real about it and not spread disinformation, which is hard to do when everything is fucking propaganda and weaponized. So Monday sucks. Monday's hard, but we need it. We, we do need it. But just give me a second and I'll be right back with you. I just want to show you a really cool way to support the show. Hey, let me talk to you for a second. Do you love sweet-looking, clever t-shirts that start up conversations? Do you love stickers? Stickers. When you drink your coffee, do you use a mug? Do you love these shows and want to do all that you can to help support them? Well, I have the answer to all of your needs at the Sean Yankee Show merch store. Our merchandise store is a great way to support our shows and get our message out there. Buy yourself a hundred stickers and place them in random places. Give everyone you know the Sean Yankee Show merchandise for Christmas. Stock your wardrobe with our shirt collection in every color. Support our show. Visit the merch store today. All right, thank you. I'm sorry. That was an emergency. It's a long show. Sometimes, you know, nature calls. And we have to address that. I don't remember what we were saying before. But uh, we do. Tracy says all of us need to have a road trip and meet up in the future, barbecue and shit and get together in nature. That's what I think she meant anyway. I think that's a good idea. And this, this is what we're going to get into in the second half of tonight's show. I want you to know that I do understand this, Lisa, but it is hard. It is an endless challenge. It is very difficult to do, but it is true. You create your own reality. This one is so hard to accept. It's really tough, but it's true. You create your own reality with the words you say and the thoughts you think. That's true. It really is. That's important to remember. And that's what we're going to get into on tonight's show. The, in the important news. But we'll get into that later. Kalen's right. The sound is better on Rumble. Rumble's very important. 
I often think we don't really understand the gravity of what we're up against right now. I don't think we do. I don't think we realize that. How serious things are. That's the key, right? That's what they're counting on. They're counting on us not realizing it. So that we don't fight back. And we don't stand up. And we don't put a stop to it. Because we don't realize we're being attacked. And we think it's no big deal. But I think it is a big deal, you know. I really do. I think it's a huge problem. Especially how we ignore it, you know. But I think you're right, Tracy. I think the truth will always rise to the top, no matter what. You know, even in the age of deceit, which is where we find ourselves. But Haruka Matata. I know she meant Hakuna Matata. You know, it means no worries. Till the end of our days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. But I thought, real quick, we could listen to Master Shi. Before we look at the news... You know, we need to go through the news and talk about that. But maybe we should listen to what Master She has to say. There was an important message on forgiveness that Master She was giving us. And I think it's important for us to listen to it. And try to get to the real core of what it is Master Xi is trying to tell us here. So let's listen to Master Xi on forgiveness and try to understand the lesson for us on that, on the morning yank. There's something that maybe happened in their past, which either is related to a mistake a person made by himself, or sometimes it's related with another person, that another person did something to you. Very rationally looking at this means, so right now you are not feeling well, you are suffering, you are not sleeping well, you cannot, you are not in the mood to do anything. Why? Because there is something still blocked inside of you that continuously every day and every night is sucking your energy because you continuously think about it, turn it around and think about how, why it happened. Yes, and we are 8 billion people in this world and I'm sure everybody would find something and that fits into this type of explanation of a situation. Sometimes unfair people treat you in a way that feels very unfair to you and it is stuck inside of yourself. And sometimes you are taking decisions and something goes wrong and you are blaming yourself at the same time. But there is that saying afterwards, everybody is more intelligent. 
But now there are people that went through these type of situations but found a way to move on. What did they do? And once again we're ending at the point that there is something we need to learn. That we need to add into our personal toolbox. And that one is to learn what it means to let go of something. To let go that you are blaming yourself. Is for example with the story of Confucius. Everybody is walking through this lifetime making faulty actions. Making it faulty or making it wrong the first time is not a problem because you must have made it wrong in order now to rethink, to become more intelligent and figure out the solution. It only then becomes a mistake if you continuously do it wrong over and over again without taking the past into consideration what happened before and repeat that mistake. This is the real mistake. But without any experience in a certain field, how could you know better what decision to take? So in a way, what I'm saying is, there is no reason to blame yourself. Especially not if sometimes these decisions were first-time decisions, where you just had no experience before. But this is the whole point, why it's important to sometimes be faced with different challenges, with different problematic situations, for you to turn on the intelligence and find a solution. But if after the first time you're already giving up, then there's no outcome. Then there's nothing that you have learned. The only thing that you're remaining right now is regret and sorrow, which is neither going to bring you forward nor anything else. Because you have not understood the message yet why you ended up in that situation. You need to overcome it. Your next level, your next level of development comes in the moment where level one is solved. You found a solution for level one. Now, challenge number two. Next level. As long as you don't find the key for level number two, stay there. Many years repeating over and over again until you see it. And this is like the way now how it can maybe help if that mistake was up to your own, uh, let's say, behavior. And the second way that maybe helps is to just understand, just like the tea before, you do not know where people come from. You do not know through what type of situations other people went through. Sometimes external people are overwhelmed with their own life. Which is why 
not always is in their own control. And this is why sometimes people talk things that they don't mean like that. And why sometimes people do things without knowing the consequence of it. And so instead of blaming them also for it, it can help if you just understand and try to project it at least as good as you can towards them, that you feel compassion for them. Because he or she is the same like you. The situation is just different. The circumstances are just different. But if somebody is full and filled, if I'm complete, where the hell should I come up with the idea of causing you suffering? The only reason I would ever come up with something like this is because I'm unhappy with something about my life itself. I'm missing something. I haven't found myself. I'm not complete. That's why I start blaming other ones. That you are all responsible why I have this, this stupid job whatsoever. Then it's always easy. But why? Because I have the unhappiness. I'm unhappy. That's why I want the world to know I'm unhappy. That's not something to blame. This is a personality to have pity for. This is a personality to wish him, hopefully he will find his peace one day. And of course, some people will say, there are things that can never be forgiven. Number one, they will be forgiven. And number two, this statement, it's only going to make your heart, your life harder. Because the person who caused the trouble to you, maybe he's right now even lying somewhere in Hawaii, having a great time. He did that mistake that you suffered, but you are the one right now, still sitting here, not forgiving, suffering, while he is enjoying his party. Something's wrong about that view. If he made the mistake, he should be the one suffering, but not you. So what does it mean if you don't find a way to let it go? It remains with you and you suffer with it. It's your choice. What is the alternative? Revenge is another field, but Revenge is not going to recreate balance. Why? Because at least in our tradition we say, nowhere in this whole world did hate ever ended hate. Somebody hates you, you hate back, it's not going to end it. Nowhere. Hate is never the solution for hate. Now it sounds so fluffy, but just like the Buddha said, there's only one reason, one way, how to end the hate. By its counterpart, by understanding. Hate wants to separate. Hate wants to cut off. The opposite of it is, you have the force, you want to combine you want to connect 
And it's the harder way of having compassion with the person that gives you hate. And it's even harder to even start to develop the feeling of love towards that person. That's why we call it, it is a practice. I had a long way to go in that practice, you know, that's important for me to learn. I got a long way to go with that. A long way. He's right though. You know, Master, she really speaks to me because he is right. I want to go through some news with you guys on the morning yank today. They passed a law mandating government control kill switches in all, all cars. And there are people fighting back against that law. So her necklace kind of bothers me. Both of them actually. But, you know, we're in a really weird time. It's a really weird time to be alive. Especially if you're awake and aware to what's going on. If you're aware of the Luciferian agenda and you're aware of what's going on and, and what's happening. It's a very, really weird time to be alive. Pretty soon, we'll be locked down in little 15-minute areas on uh, dependent on a government supplement what form that takes i don't really know yet but there'll be some way that they have you dependent on your survival to some kind of government supplement that is tied to a digital identity but you know People are fighting against it. People are standing against it. That's the important thing to remember. This is the time to do that. This is how it happens. It happens slowly and incrementally. It doesn't happen all at once. It's a series of, of uh, consents, admissions, acceptance. They do it slowly, but they get you to accept it, to allow it, to let it happen. Just like they have people defending George Floyd. You know, they've put up monuments to George Floyd. There's been statues built honoring George Floyd. I don't know that he's a particularly evil man, but he's not a great man. There's no reason to be building statues and celebrating this man. And I don't agree with the way he was arrested. You know, there were three cops holding him down. I know he was a big black man, but there was there were three cops holding him down. There was really no way or no reason, rather, for um, Derek Chauvin to be kneeling on his neck. 
I didn't see that as necessary, but it wasn't what killed George Floyd. It came out that fentanyl overdose actually killed George Floyd. But Derek Chauvin, who was still in prison for murdering George Floyd, was stabbed. And uh, people are cheering it on. The whole thing is fucking weird. The whole George Floyd thing was weird. I remember it. And there was all these conspiracy theory videos coming out because of George Floyd's tattoos. He has some very interesting tattoos. The whole thing's weird. But certain parts of the narrative and the media and all this shit has stopped seeming real to me. I haven't addressed it much, but it's true. It doesn't seem real. It seems staged and fake and manufactured, you know, to push an agenda. Kind of like this guy. Jamie Foxx. They say he's still struggling with health complications. The funny thing about this article is, as far as I can tell in this article, there is no photograph of the new Jamie Foxx. And there isn't. There is a new version of this actor, Jamie Foxx, that they are pushing off and selling to the people as real. I don't know what the fuck happened to Jamie Foxx, but whoever it is that they're trying to sell you as Jamie Foxx right now doesn't even look like Jamie Foxx, but he's still struggling with health complications. From getting the vaccine. He was forced to get the vaccine. And uh, still dealing with health complications because of it. This is an unrelated story. This particular story on the screen right now has to do with Bill Gates and a child pornography bust that happened at his property. Now, the story's from 2014, but it's relevant because an engineer in 2014 was arrested at Gates' home for having 6,000 child rape porno images with him. Now, in 2022, Melinda Gates divorced Bill Gates because of his ongoing friendship with Jeffrey Epstein that he refused to end. He would not stop hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, who had an island where you would go and have sex with underage children. This is all very interesting. So somebody that was working on Bill Gates' computer gets taken down for 6,000 child pornography images at Bill Gates' property. Somehow Bill Gates is untouched in the incident. It's very interesting. Couple that with Bill Gates' friendship with Jeffrey Epstein, it gets even more interesting. But everybody just forgot about this. You remember it just went away? That's a massive bust of child porn.
Think about the power it takes to make that just disappear. The power that this man has over our supposed authority figures. You know, but it's getting to be where it's illegal to speak the truth and to speak out against things. Like in Ireland, they're making it outright illegal. They're trying to pass more hate speech laws uh, specifically against uh, a certain group, a group that considers themselves a, a weak and attacked minority, but seem to have a whole lot of power. So it, they're passing new laws in Ireland, for instance, to make it illegal to speak out against Israel. And what Israel does, and make that hate speech, and prosecute you, and imprison you. They're heavily censoring anything against Israel right now. But this is interesting. I know it's Ireland, so a lot of people won't care. But it's interesting. It's a global agenda that rules over us. You should always worry about the things that they do, even when it's in a country that you don't live in. If it's a globalist agenda country, it should interest you. But this is how they do it. They slowly do it. And you may even support it at the time. It may be uh, a law against something you're in favor of. You have to realize if you're censoring speech in any way, it snowballs into something horrific. It don't take a whole long time for it to do that. You know, like right now, they're in a race to replace writing in movies, entertainment, media, every regard with artificial intelligence authors to preach a narrative that they support. But this tech is very racist it's woke and it's set for an agenda an anti-white agenda specifically like ai would rather kill a million sorry i'm i'm, I'm I was wrong a billion white people than utter a single racial slur it would rather wipe out the white race than say anything racist To offend is more uh, evil to this tech than to kill a billion white people. That's interesting. Artificial intelligence is programmed to believe that it is more important to not offend someone than it is to kill someone. This next story is out of Russia, which is getting to be one of the more reliable places to get news anymore, but... 
This is talking about how the U.S. is weaponizing the dollar currently. The U.S. is using the dollar to unleash trade wars worldwide. The U.S. and its allies in the EU are using a wide range of geopolitical engineered tools, which include, among other things, unleashing trade and economic wars. There does seem to be a lot going on between globalist and nationalist agendas. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I'm not sure. You know, we'll get into it more tonight, but it seems so insane anymore. It's like a fucking Spanish soap opera. But all the experts seem to agree. If... And this is a big if. If there's a legitimate election in the United States in 2024, Donald Trump's going to win it in a landslide. He will be the next president, number 45 and number 47. That is what should happen. That's if there's even a fucking election. I think people need to understand, and I don't know why they don't, that we're at a really weird spot in history where a lot of things on the table, a lot of things could happen. There could be a huge false flag operation. I don't even know what it specifically will be yet. It cancels out the election entirely. This is still on the table. But maybe Trump becomes president again. I don't know why the fuck they would let that happen, but maybe it will. If it does... I guarantee you it will be to usher in some of the most horrific things that we will be dealing with in the immediate future. I guarantee it. It won't be to stand against anything, and it won't be to fight back against an agenda, and it won't be to upend against a thousand-year-old plan. That is not what the fuck is happening. Wake up. If they allow him in there, it will be to sell you some of the most horrific things that have ever taken place in human history. With a fucking smile. But I don't know what to do anymore. I really don't. Like it just seems like people are speeding into this shit. They can't wait. The most popular shows and the most popular narratives have to do with this whole hero angle. Everybody loves it. They really want to believe in it. But everything, everything, literally fucking everything points to the fact that they are imploding the dollar. And you're going to change over into some kind of other global currency. That's what I'm seeing. That's what seems to be happening. But who the fuck am I, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just somebody that pays attention to global news and puts two and two together. They seem to be speeding up the dollar liquidation. You know, I think it's a a lot of things coming together. You know, the truth is often in the gray areas. A lot of things are coming together. Like a globalist and nationalist agenda is coming to a head and, and real estate will split off and then you will be cut off from everything else. So who I'm specifically talking to right now would be those in the West, like me in America, will be cut off from... Maybe Russia or, you know, I don't believe it. I don't believe China's a globalist or nationalist country. I don't. I believe they're very globalist. Uh, 
and they're actually a training ground for a lot of things they're going to use on other nations in the future just as a testing area to see what humanity will accept but china anyways you know i for that matter fuck it while we're talking about it i don't really believe rush is against the global agenda either i think it's all fucking theater but whatever that seems to be the narrative they're pushing that that there seems to be a fight and a breaking off of globalist versus nationalists and maybe there is so again we'll back up if there is so we end up in the area that is cut off from these nationalist countries that have split their resources and split their real estate So no matter how it goes down, we just end up in the global agenda if you're in the area of the world that I'm in. And I think in America, we're in for the biggest shock. We're in for the loss of all of our freedoms as well, which we're not ready for. You know, I don't think people are really prepared for what we're in for in the United States specifically as Americans. We're in for the biggest culture shock. Tracy says pay with cash. That's good advice. That's really the best advice right now. So pay with cash as much as you can. Pay with cash. Stay with cash. Long as you can. You know, that's the only way you're really going to be able to stay sovereign. It's going to be really hard when they roll us into the new currency because I think in some way we will be dependent on it. I'm not really sure how that's going to happen yet. I'm not sure how that looks, but I think we will be. You know what I mean? I do want to remind you guys to come back tonight. Come back at 8 p.m. Eastern for Hindsight News and Monday Motivation. We're going to get into a lot of the propaganda and go through it. But right now, and I know it's not just for me, it's one of the hardest times to do that. This particular PSYOP with Israel has me very upset. And I think it's supposed to. You know, I think there's a consent type thing going on right now to see who will support horrific things. Just absolutely horrific. But that's my own personal theory on it. We'll get into that more tonight as we talk about the news. But Wednesday night, come back because it'll be conspiracy theories and chill. We're going to be getting into conspiracy theory ideas and opening our mind, talking about anything and everything. And Friday, did anybody tag Tony? Did anybody tag Tony Smith and get him in here and find out? Because I've never met Odios Veniat. I don't even know how to say his name. I don't know him. I know Tony. I set this debate up for Tony. So is Odios Veniat coming on? Is he going to be here Friday night? I'll make art. I'll start promoting it. Just let me know what's going to happen. That might be happening Friday night. Come back for that. I hope it is. It looks exciting. I'd like to find out if it is happening. It'd be really nice to be able to promote it and set it up. So if anybody can help me to find out, maybe get an answer from Odios Faniant. If he's going to be here Friday, so that'd be good. 
we'll find out and uh, and get an answer. But until then, you know, I think we're getting ready to wrap up for the day. It's this is the morning yank, and and I don't know, man. I don't know what this show's gonna be. So much change has gone on in this year, and I don't like it. I don't like change. I don't deal well with it, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to accept it. Acceptance, really, is what I'm trying to attain. More than, you know, dealing with change, just accepting things as the way they are. But I'm going to deal with all that and more tonight on the show. Come back tonight. At 8 p.m. Eastern. But until next week. That's all, folks. Have a great day, guys. God bless.